Hello and welcome to Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I, as always, am your co-host, Ron Delvolano. And you know, I think I'm still your co-host, Matt Raddick. You're still him? Still him. And you're still here. Still here. Thanks for joining me today, Matt, before I take off for beautiful, sunny San Diego. You know, you packed your bags last night, pre-flight. That's right. <laughs> That's how the song goes, correct? It is, uh, but you, you added a rhyme there. and that, I, Anyway. It's going to be a long, long time until we actually nail down one of these jokes. True. Um, it will be a long, long time until we're brought back to these to these here seats in front of these here microphones. Spend an hour together. It will be. We really so, need to make these moments last. Yeah, so I'm taking off for San Diego in the in the morning, in you the sure afternoon. Are. Tomorrow, we're recording today, Wednesday, July something, mm-hmm. 19th. Mm-hmm. July 19th, 2017, we're recording. It's true. At 8.14 p.m. It's true. Uh, tomorrow, I leave for San Diego Comic-Con. You sure do. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited for you. Going to see some stuff. Going to see some cosplayers. So are you going to the con tomorrow? No, because I will be arriving at about 10 p.m. Uh, okay, okay. I'm going to bed tomorrow. Gotcha. That, that's, that's my reasonable. big plan. Uh, Sasha Banks is going to be there tomorrow. She's doing a signing. So I was going to tell you to go. But uh, Where? Uh, I don't know. WWE has a pretty big presence at, at San Diego Comic-Con, actually. I would I do come back with a report on your findings. Yeah, I will. I mean, well, I know there's a, uh, there is a... Um, WWE. That's a little Kurt Angle. That's a Kurt Angle. That's my Kurt Angle. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) The angle at which I say WWE (laughs) is very Kurt Kurt Angle. Yeah, there there are a few different WWE comic series which I haven't read, but I know that you have a little familiarity with. Yeah, a little, a little bit. What can you tell? What the hell happens in the WWE comics? So, so I I can't, I can't speak to the whole body of work, but uh, just try. Okay, sure. Uh, that's what I usually do, anyway. Try and speak about the whole body of work, even though I don't know it. Yeah. So the one that I have read is the series that they call Then, Now, Forever, which is also kind of their tagline for their, like, television programming. If you've noticed the little, like, they do that little sequence of, like, fireworks and, like, a bunch of shots of old wrestlers and stuff like that, and then it says Then, Now, Forever. Before like, before pay-per-views? They, well, yeah, it's also before okay. Raw and SmackDown, but you haven't watched I don't, I don't watch Raw ever watched an entire episode of that, so. No. But, yeah, so they, they do that. Proudly. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> Proud to make that claim. Um, I'm going to make, make you at least watch like the post WrestleMania raw this year plan on it. It's a date Mark it in your calendar. Book it. Isn't that next year? Yeah. Okay. You got, we we'll have see if time. we're still around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's not, let's not get we're it. We're not kicked off the air. So anyway, the, the comic is called then now forever. And the first issue at least, which is the only one that I've actually read, uh, told it was like a retelling of the shield and their sort of breakup, but it's like. It's really yeah. Weird. So the Shield, the uh, Marvel series. So it's the yes, WWE yes, comics yes. are actually a Marvel mm-hmm. series Absolutely. about yeah. this team of kind of low budget. It's mm-hmm. sort of like an X Files meets uh, meets a CSI. It's type sort of like show. like a like a you know like it's got CSI Oswalt, meets Fashion Files. It's got a Patton Oswalt character, and I think he plays okay, the sure. same character twice, or mm-hmm. maybe a clone of himself. Okay. Uh, I watched the first season, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't. I didn't follow up after that because it's a little slow, but I I've heard it gets better. I think we have done this bit one time already. <laughs> this isn't a bit. I'm talking about my favorite TV show, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is yeah. also based on the WWE comic. Yeah. Which is published all, by Marvel. Which is based on the WWE faction, The Shield. Agents of Shield is actually based on Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose. Little known fact. So what's this comic about? I'm sorry. So uh, this comic is about the breakup of The Shield. Um, and but it, it's like really, it's really weird because like it starts out in. 
I'm remembering this correctly. It starts out, like, in the ring in the moment when, like, Seth turns on Dean and Roman when he hits him in the back with the chair. Um, you know, an iconic, iconic WWE moment. Sure. And then... but I then know it, almost nothing about it. Right, exactly. And then it goes... It, then it goes into this, like, really weird, like... It, it diverges and then becomes this sort of, like... So, so it's like a comic... So it's like Divergent. There's this movie that just oh came God, out. It's actually it. based on a comic book. It's called Divergent, <sighs> and it's got the the gal with the dark eyebrows and the blonde hair. The girl with the dragon tattoo. And it's got the girl with the dragon tattoo. Mm-hmm. Cool. Are we good there? Are we, are we, are we done with the Divergent I, jokes? It might be out of my system. Okay. I don't know anything about Divergent. I know that it's based <laughs> on a comic. No, Shailene Woodley stars in it. I don't know who that is. Okay, cool. So moving on. So it's, it starts off as this like it, like a comic book about like what's actually going on in the ring, and it's, so it's just kind of like retelling that story, but through like a panel by panel rather than you know a fucking actual wrestling match. Right. But then you don't it, get punched by the comic book. Right. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, but then it goes into this weird sort of backstory, and it like it it basically says it it then creates this sort of fictional backstory. Almost, it almost like creates the backstory that the WWE like wants you to sort of assume that there is. Like, it says that these guys like hang out together and like have to like, I don't know. Not, they're not like saving the world. Yeah, so it makes some shit up about these guys and pretends like they're real. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. If I remember correctly, there's something where like what a twist like, for the WWE. Well, the Wyatt family like crashes a jeep into a restaurant where they're all like eating dinner, and then they have to, like, fight the Wyatt family or something like that, and so they, like, it's just, like, it's super, it's super, super weird. It so basically it is, like, trying to it, sort of, like, flesh out and, like, brings expand it into the, the real story. world. Yeah, right, yeah, brings it, brings a sense of realism into this, uh, this made-up story. Um, it's, it's, it's weird, it's all over the place. I wish I could think of a single joke about the Wyatt family crashing a Jeep into, <laughs> into like, an Applebee's. It really just, it is a joke in and of itself. An Applebee's, I mean... <laughs> It was definitely like a diner in the comic, right, but yeah, yeah I, I really like that. Yeah, they're on the road and they're just like in all these like suburban towns where they build uh, fucking basketball stadiums and they have these matches. So they certainly eat at like Applebee's and TGI Fridays all the time. So that is actually where they would like crash a car into them. That's very funny. But anyway, um, yeah, I got, bought a cop a, a special edition Daniel Bryan copy of it uh, at uh, Emerald City Comic Con when we went there a few months ago in March. Um, in beautiful cloudy Seattle. Beautiful cloudy Seattle, uh, and it was so great. It's a, they're, and there are like a ton of different series. For yeah, WWE so that, that's the other thing. Is like, I have no idea what the other stuff is. Oh, the other thing that's kind of cool is they do. Um, so there's like one writer artist that works writer and an artist who like work on the main series. Right. But each one has like a backup story that's like done by a different artist oh, or something that's like cool. that. Yeah. So they did this like ridiculous like New Day story and they got some like I did, I'm totally blanking on the artist, so sorry whoever you are. I'm sure you're listening to this podcast. But um And we love you. Your art is great. It is. It was really great. But it, it was like sort of like it was like a New Day thing, but like their art style was like really like surreal and like sort of psychedelic and stuff like that, which really plays into all of their ridiculousness and rainbows and unicorns and stuff it was fun it was the cute. comics are actually published by boom which is That's like correct. they they do that a lot because they also publish the um like adventure time and regular show comics and mm-hmm. stuff like that oh so a they lot do of, this like backup story thing a lot yeah and and it's they do a, a really good job of doing like a lot of different variant covers mm-hmm. and bringing in like indie artists and yeah. like people who are like pretty big on like tumblr and stuff like that just people who normally wouldn't really get the time of day yeah they're who published uh uh lumberjanes right yeah yeah that's that's really cool and that was definitely like a person who was making comics on tumblr for a long time yeah What's her absolutely. name i'm totally forgetting uh noel stevenson noel stevenson she's yeah. great yeah she's good well, she, she's part of it there there are a few uh people who are 
that work on that. Yeah, series. Lumberjanes is is yeah. a Did they big publish Nimona too or um hmm, I don't believe so. I'd have to I'd have to check my shelf. Yeah. We're getting off the rails here. So yeah, I'll be in Comic-Con if you're there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Boom will have a booth, so you have to check it out. I remember at Emerald City, they had a, they, like, you mentioned they do a ton of variants. They had a ton of variants there. Yeah, yeah. They had these, like, I think it was, like, a separate series that was, like, somehow connected to the Royal Rumble, but they had these, like, four comics that, like, if you put them together, it was just, like, one long oh, yeah, sort of sequence. Was it was really cool. Yeah. They had a bunch of, like, they would do variants of different eras, so they would do, like, a classic WWF one with, like, Macho Man or something like that. They would do, an era, uh, like, an Attitude Era one with Stone Cold and then, like, a modern one with, like, a Seth Rollins. Or a John Cena or yeah, if like you're that. a comic really cool. fan and you uh, get into collecting and like variant covers, uh, Boom will make you lose your fucking mind and or your at wallet, least your bank account. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm hope I'm I, I like I said I've I've never known firsthand, obviously, but uh, well, I guess not obviously. I've never been to San Diego Comic Con, um, but I know WWE has a pretty big presence. And now I'll down be there. able to kind of recognize some some of the yeah, guys. Yeah, they. And I gals. saw today that they have a special edition uh, Charlotte. Flair Sasha Banks action figure two pack. Ooh, that if do you need me to pick that up for you? I mean, for oh, use. I would not in be your personal mad. time. I maybe. I don't have any WWE action figures yet. Really? I'm sure that time will come. I used to have a bunch when I was a kid, but right. I don't know. I just don't. I don't really. Oh, you're you're an adult man with a with a job. You can afford <laughs> to the buy thing a is whole is collection. I don't have a desk, therefore I can't. Uh, I don't really have a place to house them. Like I don't. I have a I, I don't I don't have a, a dedicated workspace at my job because I shoot videos mostly. Gotcha. So yeah, maybe I should start buying them and just putting them in our studio and then in your home. Oh, just around the office. Yeah, right. And for people other people to like, enjoy. Who, who the fuck put these things they'll here? They'll know. They'll they'll know. They'll know exactly who the fuck put them there. <laughs> and then, but you'll There's never know who man. put them in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, let's talk about real wrestling. Yeah, let's let's do that. Indeed, this was a uh, so so we do need to touch on SmackDown this week. Yeah, we last didn't week. Last week. We promised that we'd start with SmackDown. Yeah, God. but lo and behold, we're not gonna. We're not going to. Raw. Raw had some. We'll be quick with Raw, but there were some big things that happened this week. What quick are we quick and what, Raw? Yeah. What What do you want to touch on first here? Let's talk about the return of uh, the Monster Among Men. Wow! Spoiler alert, Mister Braun Braun Strowman himself. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about spoiler alert? I'm the next thing that we talk about. Mm-hmm. I have beef with the WWE's social oh, yeah. media person I, right I, now. I, I know, I know. You know what I'm going to yeah, say. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about Braun yeah. fucking Strowman, though. Yeah, so I think... We, He's I, back! I, I, I can't remember. I have very short-term memory, so I can't remember what we spoke about last week, but I do think that we said that this was going to happen, where Samojo and Roman Reigns were having their match to be to determine the number one contender for SummerSlam against Brock Lesnar, and lo and behold, Braun Strowman shows up. And just wrecks both just of them. Just wrecks everyone. So, I mean, Samojo and uh, Roman Reigns were having a fine match. It was it was all well and good. I like seeing the two of them work together. And then Braun comes in and he's doing his stuff. And like he like I don't the the whole ending of it just seemed really weird because he kind of just like kept doing the same things over and over. He and just I feel like pick him up and set him down. I feel like he was just like lo- like he was looking at someone and they were just they just kind of like kept giving him like, like the, the keep keep you, going. You got thing. five more minutes like, to fill. Okay, okay, uh, all right, okay. Uh, I guess I'll just do another one of these. Like like he kept rearranging. Yeah, Roman and uh, Joe on the mat. Yeah. Like just pi- literally picking one up and then like slamming, slamming him down, him down and then and like then... picking one up again and slamming him down like two feet further down the ring is how did this actually weird. end because i feel like the youtube clip mm-hmm. cut just kind of short while braun was still in the ring yeah if i remember correctly they i mean they i don't remember when they like rang the bell i don't know if it was just like when was there got... a decision did braun uh, win? Ended, the, the, the official like 
the official officialness of the match said that it ended in no contest. There was okay. no winner determined. Um, but uh, the last thing I remember is Braun eventually just like walking up the ramp and being like, I'm a, I'm a angry, sweaty boy. I was really hoping that he would pick, pick one up and stack him on top of the other guy. I was hoping he would do a double pin, just a pile, pile, oh, yeah. a pin pile. He's done that before to 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 some local local talent, some local Joe really? Bears. But uh, yeah, never never to any actual people. I, yeah, I would have liked to see that happen. I would have liked Braun to actually win the match and gotten the uh, just for like, you know yeah number one contender. Number one contender yeah. They haven't really said what this means now, and I don't know if they're really good. Like, I assume that they're going to address it next week, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what they're going to do. I mean, didn't I'm thinking. They, didn't they say that it's now going to be a, a fatal four way or something? If they, if they officially announced that, I, I totally missed it. I think it's still up in the air. Maybe I just dreamed that because yeah. now I have dreams about how excited I am I about know. wrestling. I mean, that's my official prediction. But um, I'm like, I've, I've spent a lot of my free time trying to figure out what exactly the SummerSlam card is going to be. Because it's a, it's a pay-per-view for both shows, right? But, like, there's just so many things. There's so many belts. There's so many, like, matches to determine. So I've been trying to figure out what they're going to do. And one of the things I'm thinking about is I think with at least one of their main championships, they're going to want, like, a one-on-one match. Sorry, I, going on. I zoned out a little because sure. uh, I made a joke about having dreams. And then I remembered... I did have a dream last okay. night, and I, I Alexa Bliss was in it. Oh, okay. And I <laughs> right. don't remember. I don't remember uh, specifically what the dream was about. Mm-hmm. But I think we kissed. <laughs> I think Alexa and I might have kissed. <laughs> and that's it. That's oh the only gosh. part of the dream that I vaguely remember. I remember she was there. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, it's. I, you remember her I, soft, I, supple lips. No, I I don't want to be gross, <laughs> and I don't I don't remember any specifics or anything. Was it a good kiss? It was probably good. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm good, and well, I'm I assume she's pretty a pretty good kisser. <laughs> um, no, I, I I like went to bed. I the last thing I did was watch the stupid raw clips last yeah, night, right. and then I had a dream that Alexa Bliss was present, and and I woke up and I was like, God, I gotta go to work. <laughs> I gotta look at numbers for a few hours. Oh man, we'll have to check the the Comic Con schedule and see if Alexa Bliss is Uh-oh. gonna be there. Make some dreams come true for yeah, you. Yeah, I can fucking some literal dreams. I can just not show up. <laughs> avoid jail time. Oh boy. Oh That's really boy. Funny. This isn't appropriate at all. No, it's not. Yeah. So I think I don't know if it'll be a fatal four way. That'd be interesting. Yeah. But I feel like I mean it's SummerSlam. Yeah, right. You it's, never it's, know what it's happened. It's the biggest you party never of the know summer. What you really never. know I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, like. I think one of two things is going to happen. I think it's either going to be a fatal four-way, or I think it's going to be Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar, and then Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Why would they have Samoa Joe fight Brock Lesnar again just without him actually fighting Roman? Well, I think these four people are going to be in... I guess it could be Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar, and then Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. That would be fine, too. I just don't see any way that Samoa Joe and, and Braun Strowman would somehow like get into a feud at this point. So Well, we'll see. Yeah. And I mean, it it does make sense because I've I know I've mentioned before that I think they want to save Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania. So if they if they do a four way here, then they can you know theoretically save that match and say, oh, they've they haven't faced each other one on one yet, except for that last time that they did yeah. that. And they're saving Braun Strowman for marriage. Yes. The other big thing that happened was yeah. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Oh boy, he had a secret to reveal. Oh boy, let's get into this. Kurt Kurt fucking Angle. This was in, this was. So, okay, so Kurt Angle has had a big secret he's been keeping for weeks. Corey Graves, for some reason, knew about it and has been saying that, uh, you know, Kurt needs to say something about it because it's going to leak out to the media. He said something about 
we're in the golden age of social media on Raw this week, and it was going to get found out anyway, which I thought was weird. I don't, I don't know why he's putting over social media, but sure. (laughs) I mean, it is true. (laughs) He's not wrong. That's how they found Seth Rollins. (laughs) Jesus, Jesus, (laughs) poor Seth. Anyway, so. Kurt Angle comes out to make his big announcement. He there, he cuts a number, like, there's a number of backstage segments where he's, like, nervous about delivering his news, all that kind of stuff. And what he reveals to us... Spoilers. Spoilers. What does he if, reveal? If you didn't, if you are some, for some reason, listening to this podcast and... And you don't watch wrestling. And you don't for watch some wrestling. reason. Well, I mean, that's pretty normal, but if for some reason you just are, you are waiting to watch Raw and you're listening to this podcast. Anyway. Stop spoiler now. alert. Stop now. Here's your warning. Kurt Angle reveals that when he was a young lad, he he had sex with a woman on their last date, which I thought was very funny. Yeah. And then uh, nine months later, she had a child, and that child is none other than Jason Jordan. Some fucking guy who's a wrestler. He is a great me. fucking guy who's I, a wrestler. I'm sure you were excited to me. This is like, oh, some wrestler. Yeah. They could have done. They could have used like a wrestler who's like established mm-hmm. in the in the WWE universe. I mean, I've American never heard Alpha of this hasn't guy. really been on TV much since you've been watching wrestling, but they are recent tag team champions, and they are great, great fucking wrestle boys. All right, so now let me put the WWE's social media, especially YouTube person, sure. on blast. Yeah. So take it away, Ron. Monday night, Matt texts me, and is like, "Oh, we're gonna have to talk about Kurt Angle. This is crazy. His mm-hmm. big reveal. Yeah, that's, that's the voice Truly I do, well. Matt. That's the voice I do. <laughs> hey, we gotta talk about Kurt Angle." <laughs> It was so cool. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, I threw my phone at the wall. No, so I was like, I was like, oh, shit, he revealed it. Mm-hmm. And WWE is really on top. I think they post their YouTube videos as Raw is, like, still happening. I think you're right. So I uh, go to YouTube.com, search for WWE as I normally do. That's uh, Y-O-U-T-U-B-E. Dot com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Search for WWE. Find the WWE channel. Go to the Raw playlist. Mm-hmm. First video. The title of the video <laughs> is Kurt Angle reveals Jason Jordan is his long lost son. <laughs> Thanks for the fucking spoiler alert. Right. Right. What, what? You're okay. You're uploading a video to social media. Right. Like, this is your job. Mm-hmm. You should know not to do this. Mm-hmm. Second. Your business, WWE, is based just on lies and fantasy. <laughs> you should be able to name a goddamn YouTube video so, like something that keeps a little bit of secret and mystery right, to right, it. Right, right. You know what you should have named this is Kurt Angle reveals his secret. His big secret. That's it. Yeah. And I, I looked at the title and I was just like, I guess I don't need to watch it. Yeah, right. But I watched it because I didn't know who Jason Jordan was. Yeah. And and then you watched it and you were like, nope, still don't still know who, don't Jason know who he is. is. Yeah. Kurt was crying. Yep. He did, a pretty, he did a pretty good job of putting on putting on the old, the, uh, the fake tears and stuff like My that. My partner watched it with me, and mm-hmm. she was like, Kurt's actually crying. Is this is this real? And I was just like, <laughs> are you kidding me? You're getting worked, dude. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I know. I was like, I'm not fucking Mark. Yeah. I was, you're, this, is, this is very frustrating to me just as a human being. I mean, Even I as guess, someone who doesn't really care. Right. I, I cared about how poorly this was done. Right. I mean, I guess... I guess their YouTube strategy is like they're they're theoretically trying to like get people to want to like they're trying to use YouTube as a way to get people to watch their television show. So you could make the argument, well, if you wanted if you didn't want it spoiled for you, then watch the television program. But I'm a fucking millennial. I don't have a cable subscription. Yeah, that's not how this works. I have a Twitter feed and a, and a Hulu subscription. 
that I borrow from my brother, which is nice of him. And that's how I watch wrestling, not cable. Yeah, shout out to Small Parks. Shout out to Small Parks for letting me use their Hulu account. And that's it. That was the big news. Kurt's yeah, got his yeah. son. I mean, and it, his family was cool with it. It didn't tear his family yep. apart, as he was saying. Yeah, it was not tearing him apart, Lisa. Um, yeah. I have nothing else to say about this. Yeah, I mean... It was weird because, like, they made this big announcement, but then, like, literally, like, nothing came of it. And I think, like, I didn't feel like people were, like, oh, my God, shock and awe about it. Like, surely it is a it is a crazy thing to announce and a crazy storyline to have. But I didn't see anybody in the crowd that was, like, oh, my God, the what, what in the world? I can't believe that. There was one like guy that. that they kept coming to. Yeah, he was, he was really shocked. He was he doing was, the two hands on his head thing. Oh, yeah. Just wide-eyed. Wide-eyed. He's probably just really drunk. Yeah. And it's just, like, ugh suffering through this yeah it would i mean it would have been interesting if like someone came out and was like i don't know had any sort of problem with this because now it's just like jason jordan's on raw and he has no conflict with anybody but like but he does have a conflict with somebody who does he have a conflict with uh one mr chad gable well i don't know who that is i suppose that's i don't know if he has a conflict with him but chad gable is is great we talked about him a few weeks ago because he had a wonderful segment where he challenged kevin owens for the u.s title i don't remember he's great He's wonderful. He's he's beautiful. Oh, he was the hometown hero yeah. in Ohio. He said or he whatever, was. Right? He said he was from that fucking college or whatever it was, Wright State University. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, I remember. Yeah, I think Chad Gable. I mean, okay, so I really like both these guys. I have an American Alpha T-shirt. I think they're they're one of my favorite tag. You wearing it now? I'm not wearing it right now. What are you wearing now? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm wearing a Michigan State Michigan University. Michigan State. Michigan State. Because I went to college there. You went to school. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. I went to college. I, went, I, I spent thousands of dollars on a university education so I could host a podcast for free. But he spent zero dollars on WWE action figures. I spent zero dollars on those. Yet. A time will come. They've anyway. been stolen. <laughs> the point being, Chad Gable uh, is great. Uh, and I, I'm, this, is, this is, to me, honestly, the most exciting part about this because I'm excited for him to just like have a singles push now. So... They addressed the fact that this tag team was ending on SmackDown. He sat down with an interview for with Renee Young, and like the first thing she said was like, "So Jason Jordan is Kurt Angle's son." He was like, "Yeah, uh, what? That's crazy!" And yeah. he was just like rightfully astonished by he this whole thing. Seemed a little funny. salty about it because he's like, "I guess like now my tag partnership is over." Yeah, like right. he just seemed uh, kind of blindsided, and mm-hmm. like he wasn't uh, like he was happy for him. Mm-hmm. Families all together, mm-hmm. but he was a little uh, disappointed for his own career. Yeah. I mean, he did, he did ultimately seem like, I think the message that they were trying to get is that he was cool about it. Cause he's like, yeah, we, you know, we talked on the phone, we had a phone call, like, you know, we, we kind of sorted everything out. I still feel like what this is going to kind of turn into a feud thing. You think so? Oh yeah. It's my I, guess. I, I, I mean, I guess they'll both be at SummerSlam theoretically. As someone who can usually identify some pretty obvious storylines. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. All right. We'll uh, we'll see what happens, but yeah, I'm I'm I mean, if they have a match against each other, that would be great. They're two of I think the best in ring workers in the company right now, so it'd be be great, be great to see it happen. And that's our perfect transition into talking about the main event, SmackDown. SmackDown, the main event of this of week. this episode of, of this Blind episode Tag, of Blind Tag, the wrestling there, show for people yeah. who don't watch wrestling. There's a there's a SmackDown pay per view this weekend, and we got to be prepared for it. Oh, this WWE Battleground. I'm prepared because I'll be in San Diego, and I have an excuse not to watch watching it. it. Yeah. Wait, it's on Sunday though. Yeah, it's on Sunday. All right, I fly out on Sunday. Red eye. I can uh, just pay for Wi Fi on your flight. I'm not going to pay for <laughs> Wi Fi on my flight to watch the <laughs> WWE Network that I pay for on my <laughs> iPad. Uh, I could I could realistically watch it on on Monday when I'm back at my parents' home. First yeah. time I've seen them and. 
maybe six months. But, cool. uh, you know, I'll spend my day watching uh, some yeah. wrestling I mean, pay-per-views. you got to have your priorities in order to run. I mean, they listen. They, they might want to watch with they me. They do. They do. Shout out to your mom and your dad. Bastard. <laughs> you pervert. <laughs> so, yeah, let's take a look at this card. Uh, there's... There, this is a, a, a kind of a full card. Speaking of cards, actually. Oh, gosh. Here we go. We got another piece of fan this fucking mail. This fucking fan. Your number one fan. My, our number one fan. And I'm guessing what's in it is another pack. Another pack of cards. Cards. The same packaging as the last one. Same we got, we got a, last one. a 2016 edition, not a Legends edition. What do I we got here? From you. Uh, we got... I'll just run through them real quick. We'll okay. run through the cards real quick. We'll run- <laughs> We got Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd. I love Tyson Kidd. You love all of them. We've well, got your favorite, true. Alexander Wolf. Okay. Um, no idea who You know, is. I don't know much about Alexander Wolf. I don't think he had much of a, made much of a splash, unless I'm thinking of someone else. Uh, we've got your other favorite, uh-huh. uh, Leilani Kai. Is Ooh, that correct? Nope. Yeah, that looks right, but I don't know who that is. She's a big old lady. She looks like she's, uh, she's, she's from, from another era. She's from Hawaii. Okay, cool. And then we do have my actual, one of my favorites, mm-hmm. Mr. Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, I'm man, hang that's on to a good this one. one. You yeah. can keep these other garbage folks. It says this guy was insanity, but I don't know if he was actually Tyson insanity. Kid. Who, is, who is Tyson dropkicking in this picture? It's not a dropkick. He's doing like a leg drop. He's doing a leg drop on one Sami Zayn. I thought it was Sami. Sam, but he's Samuel like Zane. laying down. I can really tell you. If you if you notice uh, on his shin pads, um, he's got he's his got shinskes? his shinskes. He's got little pictures of his cats on them, which Good. is pretty funny. Tyson Kidd. Good lord. Tyson Kidd is married to Natalia in real life. Oh. Um, they have a couple cats, and they are like obsessed with them, and it, they've worked into their character a few times. It's very fun. Very weird. Uh, in less fun news, he suffered a very, very, very serious neck injury in a match with Samoa Joe and no Jesus. longer is able to wrestle. He's a real Kurt Angle. He's a real he's a real Kurt Angle. He's great. He was in a tag team with Cesaro. They made a shirt. I have that shirt. It's maybe my favorite shirt. They're great guys. I love Tyson Kidd. He was he was really wonderful. I'm I'm very sad that his career was cut short. Here's to you, Tyson Kidd. This this episode is dedicated to you. This is to you. To you. Tyson, Tyson the Kidd. kid. Hey, thanks to our number one fan. If anybody else has mail they want to send us uh, maybe don't, because it's really weird receiving it to my home. <laughs> we have an email address. We'll talk about it later in the show. Send us digital mail. Uh, send us digital mail. Send us. Send me some e-cards yeah. of of wrestler cards. Please do. Let's run down the Battlegrounds sure. card. So, there, so there's a few like weird things on here that don't really have a lot of build-up to them, but we can talk about them anyway. The first of which is, is Ty Dillinger and Aiden English are having a match on the, on the pre-show. I don't remember who these guys are. I remember the names. I don't remember what they do. Ty Dillinger is a perfect 10. Okay. Oh, you like him. I do like him. You think him. he's going to win, huh? I do think he's going to win. I'll give it to Aiden. <laughs> okay, Fuck cool. you. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think this match has no backstory, so we can probably just uh, move on from there. Just two guys. Are you writing it like down? Or are you writing down what we say? I'll write it down when I edit this because that's easier. Okay. Um, next, we got Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis, which does have a little bit more backstory. I didn't watch the clip on this, but I've okay. like so th- real quick. The backstory is this: mm-hmm. Mike and Mike, Mike and, and Maria, Canales. Mike and Molly. <laughs> no, not Mike and Molly. Okay, not Mike that, and Maria. Not that hit CBS sitcom, Mike and Molly. Uh, Mike and Maria are so in love, and I watched They're a clip so where love. Sammy was just like backstage and mm-hmm. they were just like in his way and mm-hmm. he's like guys you gotta move and then they beat the shit yeah. out of him <laughs> is that what this rivalry is that is the backstory for this match it is it is slightly more complicated than that in that one time 
they were they like came out onto the onto the entrance ramp. If you if you recall, these folks debuted yes. sort of at the last pay per view. I remember. Uh, so on one SmackDown, they like came out to the ramp and were basically just kind of like making out there and also like addressing the the, the crowd. And then Sami Zayn actually had a match, so he like his music hit and he came out and like interrupted them. So they just keep getting in his way. Yeah, is what this yeah, exactly. About? It's and very so and funny. so like, but like the first time he was like really really like apologetic about it and like he's been doing this new thing with his character where he's just kind of this like overly apologetic and overly enthusiastic like goofball now it's funny i really really love it but anyway like the first time he comes out he's like oh sorry 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 i'm canadian sorry sorry about that and that's a little offensive i mean i get it though okay um Uh, i'm gonna go it's 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 like a deep cut in like in like you know like a really like you know like it's this it's a head scratcher kind of joke yeah i was aware of it because i'm very very culturally aware and i understood what it was in reference to it was a pretty deep cut into the the canadian culture yeah um for those at home who might not be aware uh sometimes folks from canada say they're always a little long they say words funny yeah no one taught them how to speak yeah Anyway, I'm going with Mike. Hmm, that's a good question. Hmm. It wasn't a question. It was a statement. That was not a question. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Sammy's. I figured you were. I don't know much about about the Canellises. And they I just need... introduced these guys. They gotta give them a win to make them look. Yeah, like Yeah, I think you're probably right, but I just want. I just Stick want good things Sammy. to happen to my man. I gotta Sammy. win that belt. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, next, we got Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin in, I guess, a grudge match. Man, Baron's gotta let Shinsuke just finish his walkout. Yeah. Right. It's just really let rude. him finish the intro. Yeah. It's the most interesting one they got right now. At the same time, it's it's very, very long. long, and yeah. I don't mind that it that it is shorter sometimes. It's just fun to watch. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to my man Shinsuke. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Shinsuke too. All right. Cool. The the backstory for this, uh, there's not a ton of it. They had a match this they week. Just, kind they of. just don't like each other. Yeah, they were they were in the main event this week. Um, they had a, a tag team match where it was Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin and Kevin Owens. AJ Styles and Kevin Owens also have a match, which we can get to there. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't really know. I guess they just. I guess this. I guess this stems back to Money in the Bank, where Baron Corbin beat up Shinsuke Nakamura um, yeah. during his entrance the last time, and so now they just like keep beating each other up, and this is, I guess, the grudge match. But this feels know. a lot like they're just having everybody fight each other until the next pay per view. Like yeah. they're not really. I mean, this is kind of a holdover until SummerSlam for yeah. sure. They're not like building up any storyline yeah. here. They're just continuing it. I mean, yeah. even during the weeks, it's just been. They're fighting each other. One wins, then the next week the other wins. Like it doesn't, right, right. does nothing matters. Well, we talked about this a little bit with like Seth and Bray. Like I feel like there's a way to make feuds like this interesting, where it's just kind of like two guys, but they're just like not really giving them the time yeah. to do that. And I mean, I, I frankly I don't know that these are the people to do it because neither of them are like great on the mic, and so it's like I feel like it's hard to really like Shinsuke and Baron. Yeah. Oh yeah. Give them a lot of like. I don't know. They're, not, they're just not, not, not the best people to like weave a really like intense story. Yeah. Baron could like, I mean, Dolph Ziggler did a better job, like making fun of Shinsuke Nakamura and being like, I'm better than you and stuff like that. But, I forgot about the Dolph and Shinsuke. Yeah, I, Dolph has just like disappeared. I don't he know what he's doing. Dead. He's been making a bunch of appearances on Fox News with Kennedy. Uh, which is yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I think he's. I Who's think he's maybe Kennedy? dating. She's like a like a personality. She was like an actor. Oh my god! And then now she's also a Fox News host. I don't know. I hate all of this. Yeah, Can it's really on? it really bums me out. <laughs> Please. Um. Anyway, let's move on to that that other match that this match hyped up. That was a lot of matches. Uh, AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens for the United States Championship. I, I can't remember if we talked about this. AJ has okay. the belt now, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. We didn't really talk about Kevin this. Kevin lost it at a just like a house show. At a house show, yeah, which was amazing and wild and cool and fun. But that's so like... And then they just 
like they never did they ever say it on the yeah, show? Yeah, they did. They, they had a whole. Um, so the week after it happened, they they opened up the show talking about this. They like showed a video package. They showed some like uh, kind of grainy footage of the, the victory, and then showed like it was actually kind of cool because they showed a bunch of like people's cell phone camera reactions. They okay. just like pulled those from social media, um, and we're just like talking about how like excited people were and stuff like that. So yeah, they they did talk about it. They they were they made kind of a big deal out of it, but. Um, yeah, they, I mean, other than that, this match hasn't... I guess, I mean, these two have been kind of feuding for a while, so the, this kind of makes sense. They had... When was the last time they had just a singles match? Because they were both in the Money in the Bank ladder match, so I guess it must have been the, the pay-per-view before that. And so, I think I remember leaving that one being like, I'm excited for the next one because this match was a little underwhelming. Yeah, to me, this whole feud isn't that interesting. Right. And so I don't... I Like, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't know who's going to win. Right. I'm surprised that they just, like, Kevin lost the belt, not on air. Mm-hmm. One of the interesting things that they said about this was that, or that, that I read somewhere about this, was that the reason they made this decision is because they're preparing an AJ Styles DVD, and they needed another, like, big moment in his career. So they're oh like, my God. oh, let's make one. Which I think is, like... It's kind of an interesting way to look at, like, the processes behind the scenes. But it's also kind of just like a... It's kind of weird that this is, like, the just a move we made to sell a DVD, basically. Yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, like, anytime they do something like this, it's always really cool to me. Um, because, like, the WWE is at its most interesting when it surprises you. And, and when you don't know what's going to happen next. And titles don't generally change at a house show. But when they do happen, it, it like, kind of reminds you that, like, fuck, you got to be there because you never know what's going to happen. After this happened, I was immediately like, shit, I can't believe I didn't go to that house show in Everett a few weeks ago because what if Nothing something like this happened? Nothing happened there. But anything can happen, Ron. I'm going to say AJ retains. Um, I think so, too. The other thing that's weird about this is that if like when John Cena came back, they started kind of hyping that maybe they would do AJ Styles versus John Cena again right. and like teasing towards that. And it all like that that kind of took over the spotlight and seemed kind of like it was the more interesting thing to me. So I'm kind of curious to see, I'm really curious to see what, what John Cena is going to do at SummerSlam. And I'm wondering if he's going to be somehow involved in the, in the United States title picture, or if he's going to move over to the world heavyweight championship, but because of his sort of presence, his looming presence, I feel like it's kind of watered down, um, this feud, which is kind of a bummer, but I think this will be a great match. And yeah, I guess I guess I'm gonna say AJ retains too. What do we got next? Well, let's talk about John Cena. Let's talk. Let us talk about John Cena. So it's it was John a big Cena. John Cena week. It's John Cena versus Rusev, the Bulgarian Rusev, Putria. Rusev, in a Machka, in a uh, flag match. In a flag match. Whoever gets their flag first. Yep. John Cena came out. He's talking talking about how the flag will either fly or fall. Boy, boy, oh boy! This Getting brother. really into it, yeah. waving the flag around, and then Rusev comes. Cracks him over the head. Mm-hmm. What did you think of this promo? <laughs> Nothing. It was fine. It was. I was surprised that they let Rusev just kill John Cena okay. right. in the middle of the in the middle of the ring. This was a very like serious in tone promo. He was like talking about the importance oh, for of Cena. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It, of, it was of the flag. It was and, like, gaudy. These it colors was... don't run, and he yeah. references like the Civil War and World War Two, and he referenced nine eleven and like all this kind of. I think they cut some of oh, that. Really? I oh. don't know. I don't remember all that. Yeah. Um. He he started talking about how like 
you know, no matter what happens, like these flag, the flag always flies and the flag always stays flying or something like that. And he talks about like, it was brother versus brother in the civil war. And at the end of the day, the flag still flown, even though that wasn't even what the flag looked like back then. You nerd John Cena. Um, and then he talked about like, you know, at the, at, when we landed on the beaches of Normandy, at the end of the day, the flag still flew. flew and at, he said, at the end of the most tragic day of Pearl Harbor, you know, the flag still flew. And then he said uh, you know, something about 9-11. And the, when the towers fell, the flag still flew, which is just like... That's a, John, you're really hyping up it's your It's really match. like... This is kind of one of the most like interesting things that the WWE does to me, just that, like, I don't know if it's a, like, a good kind of interest. They tug at your patriotic heartstrings? Yeah, like, WWE is, like, like, pure, like, the most pure form of, like, patriotism in, like, Americana. Like, it is, like, they're all about supporting the troops. What about diners? Like, Johnson. <laughs> what about, about diners? What about classic cars <laughs> and baseball? Um, yeah, those are all good points, Ron. Those are all very American American is what about WWE a, and apple pie, what about, as they say. What about a slice of cheese on, an, on a slice of American pie? Ain't nothing more American than that. With a side of John Cena, maybe. All right. There it is. Uh, who do you think is going to win this one? Um, I get what you're saying. This is it, this is very in tone with the WWE. Yeah. But, it, it, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I didn't pick up on all of that. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was cut. Maybe, maybe I yeah. just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. But, yeah, that seems a bit over the top. And that and that's kind of the thing. It's like I went I went into this feud thinking John, John Cena is in such this weird position right now. Like, he's, he's kind of a part-timer. I don't know how long he's going to be around for. And so I was kind of like maybe he's just going to, you know, kind of put over Rusev and like just be back for a little bit um and then go back to doing whatever John Cena does uh but now like basically after this promo today I was like I don't think after making this so much about like truly America they're gonna like let America lose on Sunday night so, so you're giving it to Cena so I think I'm gonna go with Cena I'm also giving ah, it to Cena man no but, I'm giving it to Rusev I'm going with Rusev okay I need to talk about something here. okay what would you like to talk about so before, when we talked about this, maybe last week, maybe two weeks ago, whenever, yeah. I said, I feel like they're bringing Rusev in here because John Cena is the most American guy. Yeah. And Rusev is Bulgarian, but he's like the closest thing we have to a Russian. Correct. And so they're doing like an America versus Russia because it's relevant in the news kind of thing. Correct. You did say that. I did some research today. What do you know about August 17th, 2014? Um, not off the top of my head, nothing. All right. Let me take you back. August 17th, 2014, mm-hmm. SummerSlam, presented by Totino's Bold Rolls. <laughs> Let me take you to SummerSlam. Okay. Was it, this in Los Angeles? I don't know. Okay. But it featured a flag match between one Jack Swagger uh-huh. and Rusev, the Russian, yeah. not the Bulgarian. Oh, yes, yes. The yes. man, the same man did a flag match three years ago, almost to the day. <laughs> As a Russian. Wow. And yeah. now they're bringing him back as a Bulgarian. Hey, how's your kayfabe? <laughs> hey, WWE, how are your characters and their kayfabe and their just existence in the real world and your world? How is their consistency going? How's your kayfabe doing? Where's Rusev been? He just like, he just got the tattoo and then he mm-hmm. like defected to Bulgaria and now he's a Bulgarian? Would you like to know the answer to this question? Because there is an answer. 
shitty booking? No, it, it actually makes perfect sense. They, they have never they have never denied that Rusev is Bulgarian. They've always said that he's Bulgarian, but they have said that he is he has been honored by Russia and has been treated as a Russian hero because of his his performance in the ring and his strength and his prowess and stuff like that. At but one he's point, he's not a Russian. At, he's not a Russian. He he never claimed to be a Russian. That's the thing. He was waving the Russian flag. Yes, he because fought for he, the Russian he is, flag. He's representing Russia, but he's not a Russian. Bullshit. Bulgaria used to be a part of the USSR or the the former Soviet Union. Uh, they gave him a Russian Medal of Honor at one point. Yeah, they they put fucking, that Russian Medal of Honor on a T-shirt. They like said that he was like a Putin's favorite wrestler yeah, or some yeah, shit. Exactly. They gave him like the the national oh, Putin man. honor. I think that they did like a video package about him once, and they included that photo of Putin riding a horse or riding a yeah riding a horse shirtless. It was great. It's delightful. This is stupid. Yeah. I, John Cena is going to win because Rusev is a man with no nation. <laughs> John Cena is a man of the greatest nation on earth, and Rusev is a man of too many. Of, of too many nations. I thought... I, 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 I really got to say that, that they, they, they have made this all make sense. I guess, okay, made sense is maybe a stretch, but they have, like, they have acknowledged all of this stuff because he has had that tattoo for the entire time he's been in, in WWE. So. He's always been actually a Bulgarian man. Yes, yes. And he is always, again, he's never denied that he was Bulgarian. They, he's just been representing Russia and representing the communist menace or something. That is Totino's bold role. <laughs> okay, so I'm going with Rusev. You're going with John Cena. You just want an argument. No, I, 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 I'm optimistically hoping that they're using this to put over Rusev. I think Rusev is going to be a much more of a mainstay than John Cena is uh, over the next year or so. And okay. so I think that they need to do their best to like make him him relevant. I also just really, really, really love Rusev and I want him to be relevant. So I'm I'm kind of going with my heart on I'm going with my heart on some of these picks rather than my head. This could be my this could be my this could be my loss. You're about to lose this belt. The end of my streak. I'm not even gonna be in town and you're gonna lose the belt to me. Boy, that'll be embarrassing. This is gonna be a real AJ Styles situation. <laughs> Uh, the revolution will not be televised. Oh, what's the main event? What? Oh boy, we are so not not. Are you at the kidding main event. me? We have so many more matches to cover. Oh, fuck. Go quick. <laughs> okay, um, we have the tag team titles are once again being uh, battled for between the Usos and the New Day. The New Day. That that's it. All you got to say. That's all I got. All we've had a rap battle. We've had singles matches between Jimmy Uso and Xavier Woods and Jay Uso and and Kofi Kingston. Who are you going with? You pick the New Day. And are, were you gonna pick the Usos? I don't know. I can't decide. It's gonna I be thought we Usos. were going to talk about it. I don't know. What did you pick? I'm picking the Usos. You're picking the Usos. Yeah. I hate them, but I'm picking them. I want to pick the New Day. They're going to go into SummerSlam champions. Okay. All right. Fatal Five Way. I think they're going to become champions at SummerSlam. I think that's a good bet. Ooh. Okay. Fatal Five Way. Fatal Five My Way favorites. for the number one contender of the women's championship. You know, it's almost like we've done this like six times in the past. Oh, yeah. I just don't. I weeks. care so little about yeah. this. I'm so, we, we talked about this a little bit before we got started, but I'm really just so frustrated with how they're booking the SmackDown women in particular. Like, literally every segment they have with these people is is just, Shane is standing there, all five of them are in the room, and then they each get to say a line about why they deserve whatever fucking stupid carrot they're fighting for this week. This week it was just like having a match. Actually, it was it was having a match where they got to beat up Lana, which was kind of funny. But, like, every other one is just like, oh, yeah, I deserve to have a match tonight. No, I deserve to have a match tonight. No, I deserve a championship match. No, I deserve a championship match. And it's just lazy and stupid and dumb and all their – just – these people are so much more talented than this, and it's really frustrating that that they're doing this. Like, I really thought that the women's money in the bank thing was going to, like, inject some more – 
like creativity into this. I thought that Naomi would be doing more because she's like she hasn't really had her chance as a champion before. Whereas like we've seen the belt on Charlotte, we've seen the belt on Becky. She was like a new face. There's so many cool things they could be doing here, and they're doing so many bad things. Yeah. And I'm just really angry. Ron. Unsurprisingly, you were wrong, and they didn't do anything good with it. Who is in this match? <laughs> uh, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Tamina, and Lana. Who you got? Uh, what does the winner get? The winner gets to face Naomi for the WWE Championship at SummerSlam. At SummerSlam. I'm sorry, the WWE Women's Championship. I'm sorry, the WWE SmackDown Women's Good Championship. Good God. Does Naomi have a match at... Uh, Naomi's not have a match. What is this event? Battleground? Battleground. Um, okay, so what's going to happen is someone's going to win this match. Yep. Then they're going to be fighting Naomi, mm-hmm. and then Carmella's going to come out at SummerSlam. And lose. Uh, I'm calling you think that right now. Gonna lose? Yeah, I don't okay. think Carmella's going to win. For the record, I don't think she's cashing in at SummerSlam. Oh, that's Matt's two cents. Do you think she's cashing in at Battleground? No, I don't think she's cashing in anytime soon. I think she's cashing okay. in at Battleground. Okay. All right, SummerSlam. Excuse All right. me. Um, but who do you think is going to win this match, Ron? I don't like. I don't know enough about any of them. I like Becky. Huh, man, she's huh, good. Would it be great if maybe WWE did some booking or some backstory? Or gave you any reason to like any of these people instead of just shoving them in your face and putting them next to Shane McMahon every week? I like Becky. She won a match this week, and she she's, did. She's a pretty good wrestler. She's cool. I'm going to go with Becky. I'd I like, like to her see her win too. Uh, I don't we can both go win. with Becky. No, I'm going with Charlotte. You're a redhead. You feel some kind of connection to some, her. Some right? kinship. We are both, uh, n- well, she's like actually from Ireland. Yeah. My family is from Ireland. But Who are you going with? I'm going with Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with Becky. I Here's what I'm hoping for. What if for. neither of us are right? Uh, I don't Let's know. hope we'll it breaks lose. a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm really hoping, this is my wishful thinking here, I'm hoping that Charlotte wins, and I hope that this creates an actual meaningful feud between Naomi and Charlotte. I think they're both great workers. I think they have a lot of great matches. And I think they could tell a good story. So here's here's hoping that this is the, the reset button. Here's to you, ladies of SmackDown. <laughs> here's hoping this is the reset button this division so desperately needs. Please win this match, Charlotte. You are better than everyone. Okay, I think we are finally at the end of this thing. Uh, we have in a Punjabi prison match. For the WWE Championship. The modern day Maharaja. The modern day Maharaja. Rising. Maharaja. Versus Randy Orton. From the slums. From Randall Orton. Punjab. Of St. Louis. Of St. Louis. Um, <laughs> so I, so what happened here was uh, Jinder and the, the brothers Singh mm-hmm. were in the ring in the Punjabi prison. Yeah. Opening up the, opening up the show this week. That was the opening. This This was the very first thing. It was the last thing I watched. I thought it was a nice conclusion. (laughs) (laughs) A nice uh, segue into Battleground. Sure. Yes, they're basically explaining how the match works. I'm terrified of the Punjabi prison because... That's exactly what they want you to think. Great job. They want me to think or feel? Feel. Feel. (laughs) Uh, They want you to think you're terrified, but really (laughs) you're excited. Really, you're aroused. (laughs) Um... It's very spiky and it's very tall. It is tall. very spiky. That's a very good... It is very tall. So the first... the first, ca- It's two cages. Yep. The first one you get out through a door or you can climb over, I assume. Mm-hmm. The first one is a square. Yes, sure. The second one is a hexagon. Okay. Oh, actually, it's an octagon. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. It's an octagon. Are you are you doing that joke? No, I just, I, I, I just mixed up my shapes. <laughs> it you got to climb over the second one. It's super tall and it looks pointy at the top because it's all like it fake bamboo. And this is genuinely one of those things where I'm going to be very uncomfortable watching it, mm-hmm. even though I'll be watching it a day later, so I won't see when somebody yeah. dies, because they'll edit it out. Um, if someone dies, I'll be sure to tell you. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <laughs> this is the promise of your friend of our friendship yeah, now, Ron. Thanks. If someone dies, I'll be the first to die. French. I'm doing air quotes. Friendship. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like something that's very easy to fall off of, especially the mm-hmm. outside one. Because I was thinking, you've already been wrestling for a while. You're tired. Yeah. You're sweaty. You're slippery. Mm-hmm. You know the three S's: <laughs> sweaty, slippery, and sexy. Uh, in the Crazy, Punjabi sexy, prison. Cool. Yeah. Crazy, sexy, cool in the Punjabi prison. I'm worried that, yeah, that's what I think is going to happen is all, in the this match. This is all someone's you're, you're just concerned that someone's going to get Yeah, hurt. someone's going to fall off the top or get impaled on the top. Oh, boy. That would be truly the anyway, worst. Anyway, Ginger and the Bollywood boys sing a song. Do you know the that that was sing. their name before? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you were just that. making a bad joke. No, it was a good joke. <laughs> It was a good joke. It was a Come good on. joke. It was a good Come joke. On. It was a good joke. Yeah. They were the Bollywood boys. Now they're not. Okay. Anyway. It's a stupid name. Um, stupid. They're explaining it. And then Randy Orton comes out, very menacingly climbs the outer cage. Mm-hmm. The way this video was edited on YouTube was kind of funny because you never saw him climbing. He oh, would just really? be talking. He just got to when he was on the top. Well, it, like. It, he'd uh, be talking, and then it would cut away, and then it'd cut to him, and he'd be like halfway up, and then he'd still be talking, <laughs> but the camera wouldn't be on him, and then cut back to him, and he'd be on the top, like talking. That's super funny. Uh, the only note I took here is mm-hmm. Ginger looks shook. He does. He does actually look pretty scared. So Randy brought up a good point in this that made me start to think that maybe Randy's going to win this match. But he said that like the advantage that Ginger has had every time the Singh brothers will be isolated from this match. So Yes, so, that's what I've been saying as well. Right, right. I'd like to see Ginger win a clean fight. Yes, I agree. I would also like to see him win a clean fight. I don't know if this counts exactly as a clean fight because it's a goddamn super cage match. But yeah, so that made me start to think maybe Randy's going to win this one because, yeah, maybe the Singh brothers can't get in. I feel like they're going to find a way to work their their way in, though. Oh, yeah. Are you going with the Viper? I'm going with the modern-day Maharaja. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I am, too. Yeah, I just think Sorry. this this whole thing is like it's, it's too much of a setup for Jinder Mahal to win. Like, if this was, if this was a regular cage match, I would say maybe... Randy's going to take it, and, but, like, he picked the stipulation. It's allegedly a match that he has, is, is extremely familiar with uh, because he has a WWE Network subscription, uh, and Randy doesn't get that or something like that. <laughs> so he should know about it. He should know how to win. It's it's native to him. He has the Singh brothers working he with him. He doesn't know so. the fucking rules because he doesn't watch WWE. <laughs> is that what you're implying? Randy, yeah. Randy doesn't, doesn't give a shit about any of this stuff. He doesn't want to watch old matches. He just watches his own matches. He's just like, dang, my abs looked good. It's been around for a while, though. He's like, wow, I looked good when I had one last skeleton tattoo on my shoulder. Oh, boy. I should get another skeleton tattoo on my shoulder. <laughs> Balance it <laughs> so out. So many skeleton tattoos. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm going, I'm going with Ginger here. Ginger, yeah, I Don't think Ginger's going to retain, and then I think he's going to lose it to probably uh, John Cena after John beats Rusev. Probably John Cena. At not, not at SummerSlam, though. Would it be at SummerSlam? That would be the next pay-per-view. Yeah, but that's so soon. Yeah, I mean, they, they've got to pivot, and basically they would just be like, John Cena's motivation is fucking Manifest Destiny, and he will destroy oh, all Eastern countries. He's going scorched <laughs> earth here. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Please don't do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I could definitely see that. That's the other thing, to circle back to the SummerSlam conversation, I think that, like, that could be their big singles match, is John Cena versus... Someone like Jinder Mahal for the WWE Championship. Yeah, for sure. It would also mean, I think, that if John Cena wins one more championship, he beats Ric Flair's record, which would be a nice little moment to have. At ah. Yeah. So, but, uh, I mean, also, like, I don't know. Him and Randy would be a great fucking match. So, if Randy wins and they do that, I wouldn't be, like, mad at that. 
But yeah, I feel like so many questions. If no it answers. was Randy versus John Cena, what would happen would be John would win, mm-hmm. and then be like, "Ginger, come up here." Because even though you're an Indian man, you also represent the spirit of America and boy, the great American oh, melting pot. And, and that would be Ginger's honor, face turn. Honor Ginger. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of love that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Be like, Randy is a bad American yeah. who wants to keep you out. He'll bring Rusev up there too. And just like, and, and, and just like, they'll just be shoot him. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> Rusev's just a bastard. <laughs> He brings up gender, and then he says, and I have one more, uh, he gives him the championship, he says, I have one more gift for you, or maybe one more favor to ask you. Then he brings out Rusev, and Ginger's like, what, what do you want me to do? And then he just hands him a gun, <laughs> just says, you have to be the one to do it. Get rid of Rusev. Execute him. Prove you're American. <laughs> Prove Kill you love this America. Russian man. He's Bulgarian. This kind of Russian man. <laughs> We don't know how to book Rusev, so we're just going to get so rid of him. So we're just going to literally kill him. We'll just literally murder him. It's getting dark here yeah. on Blind Tag. Taking a dark turn here. All right. Well, that's the Battleground card. Oh, I have a... Uh, so we there are eight matches on this, and there's plenty of ways in which we could end up with a tie. So I have a I have, I have a, a, a potential tiebreaker for you. Yeah. Here's my tiebreaker. Okay. Which match do you think will be first? Oh, fuck. Does the, doesn't the first one always end up not being aired? Well, yeah, so the non-pre-show match. So the pre-show match is Ty Dillinger and Aiden English. That was going to be my guess. Um, but what do you think will be the very first match of the um, show? So Ty Dillinger and Aiden English are pre-show? Yes, so not that one. The first the first non-pre-show match of the night. What do you think is going to start this out? I am going to say it's going to be the Usos versus the New Day. Okay, I was going to say either the tag team or Sami Zayn and Mike Kanellis. Okay. But I'm thinking it might be Shinsuke and Baron. Okay. I'm going to go with Shinsuke and Baron. I feel like right. Sammy and Mike are too boring. Mm-hmm. Like, they should be the pre-show if Ty and Aiden weren't part of this. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's going to be more of the, the popcorn match. So I think they're going to start it off with a banger, which yep. is Shinsuke's full intro without interruption from Baron Corbin. Ooh. Is there a mm, way to know that's who's going to come out first? Uh, No, they don't really have a set rule. Like, Okay, I think... Yeah, I, I think that... It, like, I think Baron's going to come out first, and we're going to see Shinsuke's full... F- the full This shebang. is just a guess, but I yeah. think Shinsuke and Baron will be the first I fight. think I think they might get the full entrance, but one day they're going to do, like, a full sweet entrance. He's done an entrance a few times where he, like, comes out with a violinist oh, and stuff like beautiful. that. Oh, it's beautiful. super cool. They're going to save that for, like, the whenever artist. he's fighting for a championship or something like that. But, okay, so you're saying Shin and Baron, and I'm saying the, the Usos and the New Day. Yep. yep, beautiful. All right, cool. I think that's a wrap, my friend. We've run down the card. We've caught ourselves up on all things John Cena. So, as we've mentioned, you're going to San Diego. And yeah. then you're going to Michigan. And so, so that I'll means be gone. that next week is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we 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 are going to have a special conversation for you. Should we tell them what the conversation's about or should we leave yeah, it in suspense? I mean, we, we tried something different. We're talking about Kurt Angle Homecoming. Yes. It's a documentary about Kurt Angle on the WWE Network. That's true. And so, sorry, we're going to miss a week of... Uh, updates and we won't mm-hmm. have a week where we talk about battleground which sucks because it's right after a big pay-per-view yep but, but there's always a big fucking pay-per-view there's always so. a big one yeah <laughs> our only options right are really to just like chain ourselves in our home yeah. in front of a television it's i'm, the only way I'm we excited to cover everything i'm excited about the next episode we recorded it last week so yep. there's like it's it was kind of weird talking about this because i almost made like a kurt angle reference yeah. that uh yeah. wouldn't have made sense until you <laughs> listen to next week's episode yeah uh we also didn't know that he had an illegitimate son in jason jordan when we recorded yeah. that episode so i think we speculate so we do we like speculated a, uh, wildly wrong a pre-speculation yeah. mm-hmm. 
I think it's a good episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, it's a little bit different. So as with all things, let us know what you think. Uh, But especially with that one, if you are interested or if you had a a particular reaction to it, please let us know. Uh, Also, if you want to watch the the documentary beforehand, uh, that might help you uh, make sense of it a little bit more. It's on the WWE Network. It's pretty entertaining. Spoiler alert, I liked it. I did too. Wow. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, So check that out next week. Uh, That's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you again to Small Parks for letting us use their song Restless as our in and out music. If you have any questions for us uh, or comments, please email us at blindtagcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at blindtagcast. My name is Matt Raddick, and I've been your face. My name is Ron Delfalano, and I've been your former director of Tits and Ass. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Cause you fall